0: That is time to cross the Tasman and chat with our Canberra correspondent, Kerry Ann Walsh. Kia ora, good morning, Kerry Ann. You've had oh. what your longest serving female premier, uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk, resigning. What's been going on yes. there?
1: Oh, for those who are unfamiliar with the uh, behind the scenes brutality of Australian politics, December is known as the killing fields. <laughs>
0: dear, uh, dear. It's
1: a very, I know, it's 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 a pretty uh, brutal term but it uh, it's an accurate one in many respects because this is when uh, leaders get knocked off prime ministers opposition leaders uh, they if they can survive if they if they're being threatened and they can survive December. Uh, then that they usually go on and do quite well. But many have been felled in this month and Anastasia Palaszczuk is, is no different. There's been a lot of pressure on her to resign for six months. So ignore the headlines that say shock resignation of Premier. This is about as shocking as, you know, where our next meal is coming from. Luckily in our countries, we can say that. Uh, she's been under enormous pressure. Her popularity has nosedived for the last six months to a year. She was a a real labour hero because she led uh, Queensland through uh, Queensland Labor through three elections. Um, in really harsh times, including COVID, Um, but her popularity has nosedived in the last year. And in Labor terms, if that's what happens, and union terms, then they get rid of you. It's as simple as that. And that's what's happened here. So she's resigned before she's pushed, which is a great look for her because a lot of them just cling by their fingernails until they are shoved off. But she's decided, nope, I've seen the writing on the wall. It has taken a few months. Um, even last week, she was saying, I am staying. i'm I'm leading. Uh, Labor to the next election in 2024, and I'll win. Well, you know, she's been, she was given some frank advice over the weekend by some union leaders. There's another big powwow with union heads on Wednesday, so she's gone. Okay, he's, I'm, I'm the the slice of ham in the sandwich here. I was told on the weekend. It's coming up again on Wednesday. I'm out of here. Enough, you go.
0: Okay. Uh, yep. What's happening with your migration? A big overhaul to be announced this week. Ah,
1: uh, yes. It's like Groundhog Day, this. We keep talking about migration overhauls and they fiddle around the edges. But this one is targeting foreign students, those who come here and live on a perpetual loop of temporary visas, doing course after course after course. There's a, a significant cohort in the country that come here to get tertiary education at recognised institutions and then string out their stay for years, basically, um, by doing a whole series of sham sort of courses. And there's, a, there's a, a plethora of institutions here that are more than happy to oblige and charge high fees for these sort of really pretty shonky um, so-called degrees or courses. And so that's the big target here, and it's supposed to shave about 100,000, maybe 150,000 off migration over the next couple of years, because this year, our net migration level hit 550,000 for the year. That's an astronomical figure when we have huge housing needs and an infrastructure crisis also. So the government's under the pump. They need to do something about this and they're going to marry it up with um, new restrictions on investments into residential real estate. Um, Not going far enough, according to the opposition, but, you know, they had 10 years to do something and didn't do anything, but there you go.
0: Hey, thank you very much for that. That was our Canberra correspondent, Kerry-Anne Walsh.